This is the Pup and Paws cast presented by Dog and Company at 1321 South Jefferson Avenue in Cookville. I'm Sheila Scruggs, and I want to welcome Julie Jacobson. She is with Spay, Tennessee. Hey, thanks, Sheila. Thanks for having me. So the mission of Spay, Tennessee, for those that have never heard of Spay, Tennessee, what do you guys do? Well, our mission is more spay-neuter in our state, fundamentally, but we are a referral service, and then we help local residents find local help for spay-neuter assistance so they can fix their pets. And in doing that, we also then network with over 100 spay-neuter organizations in the state. We are 21 spay-neuter clinics, four mobiles, and then a whole bunch of spay-neuter assistance programs, some that serve just one county, some that serve several counties, but we work with all of them and work together to promote spay-neuter and help more spay-neuter happen in our state. So why did you start Spay Tennessee? Well, there's a lot of interest in animal welfare issues in the state in some quarters, and there was a lot of hodgepodge of resources, and some are rescue groups, some are shelters, there's some animal control and law enforcement components, and I believed that spay-neuter truly is the answer to pet homelessness, and that we needed a dedicated resource, as a place where everybody could find spay-neuter help in our state. That just such a thing just did not exist as far as dedicated spay-neuter assistance, and I was trying to network to create that database, and then lo and behold, I found out there was a national organization trying to create statewide networks like that. And so I got blown into that. So you say this national database. Yeah. We want to kind of make it a little smaller and make sure our direct areas has been helped. And that's kind of what Spay Tennessee does. Right. Yeah. Because we, uh, we're affiliated now with United Spay Alliance, which is the national organization. Not every state has a statewide program. But in Tennessee, I think we're very fortunate to have such an active network and have so many organizations and group working to help solve pet homelessness here in our state. How bad is pet homelessness in Tennessee? Um, it's pretty bad, it, although I will say there's been tremendous improvement in the last 10 years because of a lot of spay-neuter. But we do have 95 counties in our state. Uh, over half of them do not have any kind of animal shelter or animal control. And we also know that here in the rural south, our pet ownership rates are significantly higher than the national averages. And our percentage of pets who live outside and are free roaming is also much higher than in most places. And that all adds to the opportunities for those oops litters and those unplanned and unwanted litters, which add to pet homelessness. So if they're roaming and they haven't been spayed or neutered, they're going to create litters. They are going to create litters. How can we do our part? Please make sure your pets are spayed and neutered. And please don't assume that you can't afford it without calling around and, and looking looking at our database at spaytennessee.org to find options in your area. Christmas is coming up. With the holidays coming up, maybe you want to consider the gift of a spay-neuter. Somebody you love has a pet that they love, and they can't afford to have it done. Please help them get it fixed, the gift of a spay-neuter. And, in fact, across the state, most of our spay-neuter clinics, in fact, here at the clinic in Cookville, uh, we can safely spay and neuter puppies and kittens as young as two months and two pounds. And it's a lot easier to rehome a fixed pet. Why did this problem happen? Do people think they can't afford it and that's why they're not fixing? Or how, why they, did this Yeah, come they about? think they can't afford it and they don't know the right time to do it. They think there's a lot of myths. They need to have their first litter before you have them done. Uh, they have to be at least six months old. 
that's how vets were taught 20 years ago in vet school. But the current thinking, even by the AVMA, the American Vet Medical Association, is that it is absolutely safe to do pediatric surgery on puppies and kittens, particularly for pre-adoption. There's absolutely no excuse for anything that's been in a rescue situation, a shelter or foster program. Um, for it to go out unfixed or intact. We like to say an animal is not rescued until it's been fixed. And it's the truth. And my dog, Izzy, she's 12 now, but she was adopted at 10 weeks old at the Cookville Putnam County Shelter. And I didn't even realize she could been she could have been fixed that that young. And they're like, well, we have to have her fixed. I said, is it is it safe? Yes. And Truth is, it is because I have not had any problems with her. She's not had any health problems from that. And like I said, she's 12 now and she was fixed when she was a puppy. Oh, they recover so much quicker. She bounced back better than any of my past older pets. Right. When I say older, year old or so, that's still young pet, but... So don't get into the myth of that. Get your animal spayed or neutered. Right. Yeah, please fix it. And, and, and the sooner the better, because we're seeing cats in heat at three months old, and they are so easily mothers before they're six months old, which is also dangerous for them. And you can prevent all kinds of long-term health problems by fixing your pet. But another way people can help is to get the animal-friendly license plate. How do we know that that's going locally? Kind of explain what the license plate does. Well, uh, you pay an additional fee. It's one of the many specialty plates that Tennessee has. So a portion of that fee, uh, the extra fee that you pay, goes into a fund that's administered at the state level. And then organizations, nonprofits, and municipalities can apply for those funds to be used for spay-neuter of pets belonging to Tennessee residents. The application cycle is in the spring, and a lot of programs in the state apply for that funding and and receive it. So you know you're helping locally when you do have the animal-friendly license plate. All you have to do is ask for it when you get your plates renewed. Correct. So if someone doesn't have animal control in their community, they sometimes think, well, I, I don't have any assistance to spay or neuter. There are things you can do, even if there is no shelter. Please give our phone number to all your friends and neighbors. And that is, across the state, hands down, our best advertising is word of mouth. So just please spread the word. You can go online, spay, Tennessee, full spelling, dot org, or you can call 866-355-7729. That's 866-355-7729. And the best animal control of all is spay-neuter. Prevention. Prevention. Saving lives through prevention. That's how you can eliminate a lot of abuse and cruelty and neglect situations. Because what we're also finding in areas where there is some years of spay-neuter, people have fewer pets. They tend to take better care of them. Julie Jacobson, is there anything else you want to add about Spay Tennessee that we haven't covered? If you are interested in doing more for spay-neuter, check, check the database and see if there is a program. They pr- probably can use some more volunteers or some help. If there isn't a program or you think more should be done, call Spay Tennessee or send me an email, spayzilla at yahoo.com, S-P-A-Y-Z-I-L-L-A at yahoo.com. And one thing we also do is help organizations start spay-neuter assistance programs in the area. We have a whole checklist for how to become a legal nonprofit in the state of Tennessee, and we can help you find funding uh, to get your program off the ground. So thank you so much. My guest has been Julie Jacobson with Spay Tennessee. The Pup and Paws cast presented by Dog and Company in Cookville. Go to their website, dog-co.com.